let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. Hey. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Man, you corny! Uh, coming up this week, Emily, we have our company holiday potluck. Wait, wait, what? And since you're quite the uh, chef, I thought I would uh, throw my suggestion by you. Yeah, we're doing a potluck, wait, I think, when? tomorrow. What? Yeah, you've been hacked out of your email, but now there's actually a potluck tomorrow. How do you know this? Because I checked my email. But my my email doesn't work. Are they just uninviting un- certain people? They're scared you might do too well, but they should be scared of me. Emily, mm. I want to throw my idea for the potluck tomorrow, and I want you to tell me if it's too far. Yeah, please. Because like, at this point, I'm not bringing anything. Okay, well, number it's one. Their fault. Well, I need. I will need your help with something, but let's start with this. I was thinking of going to HEB and getting a delicious sushi tray. I like that. Simple enough, right? Yeah. No, not everyone does Kinda that. Weird. It's a different alternative. And uh, also, sushi doesn't hold up that well. Which is why I'm getting the train, bringing it right to work for the potluck. Ah, Immediately. I see, I see. Uh, the next thing I'm going to do, and this is where I'll need your help, I think I want to dress up like a geisha. So mm. I want to have you do the geisha makeup. Oh, I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to touch that idea with a 50-foot pole, CJ. Okay. That's well, uh, probably bad. Speaking of pole, this is my final idea. I was thinking, you know how they do those, like, um eat a sushi off a hot girl thing. <laughs> I was thinking. Where you're naked and yeah, you put the yeah. sushi pieces yeah. over so you your body parts. And then you put the sushi over that. So I was thinking, I'll go to the potluck with and my, face, down. my face painted like a geisha oh, wearing no. a kimono robe. Oh no. And then I will have, I will lay down on a table and there will be sushi placed around me. Is also, that too far? Is that, is that just CJ enough? sushi. That is, I'm going to say that's a little too far. Maybe. Okay. Uh, do you think, how many people in this office do you think would eat sushi off of your body? A few. Smokey, mm. Evan would, two of our promo guys would, because they would be mm-hmm. high enough to think it's funny. That's true. They That's would be high it. enough to think it was so, funny. Uh, They're wasting right. sushi. Maybe it is too far. One of my favorite moments, um, as far as these company, like, get-together things was we had a gingerbread house contest where everyone had to make a gingerbread oh, house. Oh, I remember this year. Instead, I made a garlic bread house. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I had, uh, well, I jokingly said I thought it was a garlic bread contest, but I really did. I, I took garlic bread, I formed it into a house, and then I used Parmesan cheese for the snow, and I, I used, like, uh, uh, fennel and oregano as, like, little leaves and bushes. And then I, I took rosemary and made trees. It was great. Did you get disqualified, though, because it's not a gingerbread house and you used I other materials? I won a participation trophy. Oh. But everyone still laughed at it, and that's what's important. But right. I think maybe the cultural appropriation nude thing at work is too far. That might be. I think you should stick with, unfortunately, the veggie tray guy. I would take veggie tray but still guy nude over body. Um, and not geisha face. Okay, <laughs> no let us know face. online at CJ Morgan Show. Should I go geisha nude sushi at work or not? It's National Pickle Day and why I don't make them anymore. That's right. Happy National Pickle Day. Turn myself into a pickle, Morty. Boom. Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick. Did you even know today was National Pickle Day? I did not. I think I'm filled 
to the brim with uh, pickle haters in my life, and Man, I hate it. I'm a to the brime, filled to the brime. Lover, yeah, <laughs> Emily, please. Yeah, disgusting. Yes. But pickles, they're not disgusting. They are not disgusting at all. Uh, it is National Pickle Day where we recognize pickle liver lovers everywhere, no matter what kind of pickle it might be. Oh, I have go favorites. Way the hell back, by the way. Some fun pickle facts. Uh, 2030 BC, that's the uh, when we started to be able to track the popularity of pickles, not just people pickling things, but mm-hmm. knowing they were being sold in jars at markets. Super exciting, super pickly. Uh, Cleopatra attributed her good looks to her diet of pickles. Ah. So you're pickling your face a little bit. Okay, okay, the vinegar, I I can see it. Uh, As a matter of fact, a lot of people in the past believed in the health benefits of pickles and craved it. And I think even today, it still helps with electrolytes after a good workout. And it does a lot of good. It's supposed to help with heartburn and sour stomach, but I don't quite know. Maybe because I eat them too late. And even thinking about this, maybe I'm not a pickle person, I'm a brine person. You oh, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell That's me. That's why another reason why you wouldn't want to live with me, Emily. Because oh no, much like uh, my girlfriend, every day you're opening up that fridge to grab you a nice gherkin or whatever. Oh, Juice no. has slowly been drank. Why? Hey, eat the pickles Ew. faster. Uh, when the, you eat the pickles, I feel like you have to pay the brine tax by eating a couple of pickles before I you can drink do, the brine. But I still, the brine's just so good, and that's how. Uh, that's how pickles start, by the way. Uh, the blanching process, which is where you take your veggie or your fruit. You know, often we use cucumbers. That's the main kind of pickle you might think of. But you can pickle just about anything. Uh, you pack it with a bunch of seasonings and then the vinegar or water. The brine is what really makes the pickling process start. And I was uh, I was doing a bit of pickling back during the pandemic. I put myself in quite a pickle. <laughs> of course, um, of course, you would get into pickling during the pandemic. That that sounds like a bored hobby. What else yours. are you gonna do? And it was it was one I really liked. I tried sourdough. A lot of people did uh, trash gardens, sourdough bread. Yeah, uh, mine was pickling, and I made some pretty damn good batches. The problem was, is once I thought I was really good, I would make more. I, I started experimenting with like sweet and spicy flavors and doing different sort of stuff and I I would do everything the same you know so if I'm making like eight jars you know four of them would be one process four would be the other I would clean them sanitize them I'm doing all the same and then I gave some pickles to some friends for Christmas because I thought that was nice and I noticed with some of my own pickles that like one jar would be fine and the other jar would taste like ass like it didn't pickle right and I was like oh man you gave those away for Christmas I don't know and then we were at a friend's house once and what did I see the, the pickle bottom jar? of their fridge, an unopened pickle jar. Oh. They didn't even try my pickles. That's so mean. It kind of sucked. So mean of them. I would have tried your pickles, and I also would have told you if they tasted like crap or not. Yeah, I think that's important to know. But mm-hmm. uh, my landlord found out I was pickling and gave me like a ton of jars. No. And it was right <laughs> after I was like done, after I was disappointed. So in now it. you just have a bunch of jars. I just have a bunch of mason jars. You and just things use like them to that. drink and stuff, I'm assuming. Kind of. I'm getting rid of them now. Um, even uh, delved into canning and stuff. But it's uh, wow. It can what a either process be for you. A really delicious, rewarding process when your pickles are done, and then like no one gets to tell you whether or not you can eat the juice because it's your pickles, so you can drink all the juice. But I, I gotta say, I. I never quite perfected the pickling myself, but you know what? Lucky for us, Emily, there's pickles everywhere, which leads us to the last part of today's The Greatest. How do you observe National Pickle Day? Oh, boy. Let me guess. You eat a pickle. Eat a pickle! And you drink the brine. Save the brine for me. 
I need to lose weight. I can't lose weight. I need help losing weight. Hey, it's CJ Morgan for insert random advertiser that helps with weight loss and wants to pay me here. Uninsert. Uh, no, this isn't an advertisement, but, uh, <laughs> you know, my cardiologist, I had to go do that thing recently and said I need to lose weight. Um, my fiance started making fun of my little tub belly. Oh, um, but it, it's a cute dog belly. It, Look at it listen, go. It kind of is when the dogs lay on it. And yeah. uh, last night I went to watch a movie and I rested my hands on it. That's like how a, pregnant women like feel. A, I was like a little otter. Yeah. And it's like, ah, it's a table. Ah, what I am I doing? Uh, but what really, really made me decide, oh, I got to lose weight, is seeing photos of my fratastic weekend of going back to my university football game and our fraternity sorority tailgate. And seeing photos of myself, and I'm like, from like chest up, I like normal. From I look like a goddamn weeble. Like a weeble. Friends Don't say that. I've kind of been jokingly made fun of forever for walking like a ninja turtle and having an <laughs> oddly shaped body, like kind of pear like. Yeah. To where like my butt and my tummy kind of like, and my hips especially, I kind of like, I have that, but with the stomach. And the uh, the backs the back fat it is it I don't care about health at all. It's because I looked bad well, in photos. That's your first problem. You should prioritize your health. To be fair, I think a lot of it's also like with my spinal issues and hip issues getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, oh, it's because I'm carrying more weight um, on my upper body. That could and, be and, a part of it, sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and sleeping, it's it's a lot of crap to go with it. And uh, my one of the nurses at the cardiologist suggested, like, oh, have you tried intermittent fasting? And I'm like, kind of. I feel like that's the thing everyone's doing. But and if it's a nurse, if it's my cardiologist, essentially, like he printed stuff for me. If they're recommending it, maybe it's legit. But my problem with it is myself and friends I know that try to do it seems more a way of binging. It's uh, you, definitely you starve yourself and then you binge eat, yeah. not on purpose. Like you, the the fasting doesn't tell you to binge eat, but you do it because you're so goddamn hungry. Yeah, it, it doesn't set up a healthy lifestyle. That's for sure. I'm shocked that your nurse suggested that because if you talk to any sort of they gave me a pamphlet. Yeah, I'm asking because you 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 trained for this. You went to school I for tra- this. Okay, okay, wait, wait. I took one class. I needed oh, one okay. more credit that's, for my science credits. That's this much more than I know. Sure. And and so I took a nutrition class that had a dietitian in there, and I know that she would hate this, but she also hated any fad diets. Um, but listen, it's, because what what are people going to say? Diet and exercise. Yes, that's it. And it's it's about diet and exercise, but absolutely like diet as in what but you're putting in your time? what you're putting in your body, not diet as in I'm going to not give myself food. Yeah. So. You you kind of hit on it one day when you were like, when I eat in the morning, because I have trouble eating in the morning, I yeah. don't eat lunch, uh, you're like, I need fuel for my body. I think of this as like fuel. So I'm like, oh, if I can gamify it, that That's might help. That's what I do. I play a lot. I used to play a lot of The Sims growing up, and so I think of it <laughs> as, as I can see my health bar going up. I can look and go, oh, wow, I haven't eaten a vegetable in quite some time. Let me just put that in there, and then I eat it, and then it goes, and then I, I feel better. You know, as... As dumb as that sounds, and maybe it doesn't even sound dumb, it actually it, it works as a yeah. motivator. But I'm bringing this up, and I'm looking at plans, and I'm thinking I need to I need a way to gamify it for the radio to where I can't lose. Because if I get angry and want to compete, then yeah. I might win. But I want to get down to my normal weight by January when we return for the show after the Christmas break. 
And then I want to drop down to my fighting weight by February. Your fighting weight? Yeah, so 200 would be my weight. That's what mm-hmm. I've weighed always. But like for wrestling, for fighting, I would have to get down to 185. So that's what I want to get Ooh, down to. Interesting. So you want to gamify it, though? Yeah, I need a way to gamify it huh. to where I'll be embarrassed or maybe I'll take my it's Legos like away. Something like that. I mean, what if you, what if every single week, if you don't stick to your routine, you have to, in the gym or somewhere, lift your body weight? Like, Ugh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's going to kill me. That might hurt you even more. I mean, it's but. it's also hard because I quit drinking and I was drinking so much that I lost weight. And then when I stopped drinking, I lost even more weight. So mm-hmm. I had that jump start. And I'm one of those people. I don't know if anyone out there uh, is go- has gone through something similar. But like when you stop one thing, you replace it with another. And for me... It's been like sugar Food. and mm-hmm. candy and and stuff like that. I think that's like a that. common thing. I've I've heard that a lot when people go sober that you get a sugar craving. Yeah, um, I've never really been that, and now here I am. Yeah. So and also, isn't there just a pill I can take? Oh, don't go on Ozempic. <laughs> don't do Ozempic. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, 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 oh no, Ozempic. Oh, that's, Ozempic. That's dangerous, from what I hear. But hey, I'm a celebrity, and that's what celebrities are doing to lose weight. That's true. That's only, true. Whatever know, works for you, if that works and if that doesn't. My only thing is just please eat. I, I know it seems like... I oh, don't eat enough, right? No, you don't eat enough. And so that's that's kind of why. So part of it is if you don't retain a healthy diet, your body's going to always think it's going to starve itself. So any type of food you put in there will probably be binged. That means that your body will store most of it as fat because it thinks that you're going to starve it again. Here's my and fat. That's, so the squeeze problem. my stomach. <laughs> Go on, squeeze my tummy real quick. Okay. Oh, there it slipped out a little bit. Yeah. Ew, gross. <laughs> well, I mean, the here. problem is what? And th- that's what the problem is with intermediate fasting. It just doesn't make you got to put your body on a schedule. It's like when you go to work, right? You get yeah. up, you brush your teeth, you leave, you go to work, you prep, whatever. You got to do the same thing with your health. Well, you know what I did it. today and yesterday? Hmm? When, I went, when I went to, no, better. When I went to Taco Bell and P. Terry's, I didn't get a combo meal. Uh-huh. So I didn't get a soda, no fries, and no milkshake. Well, that's not fun. So I, I kind of started a little. Sure. I'm healthy. An entirely new generation of CJ Morgans are thriving. Sounds like a terrible idea, but it's coming from Austin's most terrible dad, Matt Beard, and the parent pickup here on the CJ Morgan Show. They say everything old becomes new again, and everything new is old in the first place. You know Very what I mean? That we're just repeating. We're, we're, time is a flat circle. We're living on a wave, however you want to look at it. Um, this is a good nostalgia story. Uh, it's not as popular anymore, but. CJ, if you were to send me an email that had a link in it and just said, check out this cool car, what would that link go to? Usually some kind of prank. Okay, right. Yeah. You would never actually send me a link to a car. And then there was a whole point when we would, remember LemonParty.org? Oh, yeah. Blue Waffle. Blue Waffle's another great one. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, it turns out that that practice- Meat spinner. It got kind of boring, right? It got played out. Um, and so it kind of diminished over the years. Well, guess what? The kids are okay. The practice, mostly dormant for uh, probably the last decade, is making a resurgence oh, with yes. uh, with the new generation, and I am excited about it. The is new it a trend, new version of Rickrolling? It kind of is. It's a new trend, and it's called Do Not Google. 
And it really kind of preys on the fact that curiosity kills the cat. That we're going to Google it. Yeah. So a new thing has been happening um, on Twitter and uh, Snapchat and what you, where people uh, will just, you know, post up. Whatever you do, do not Google the fish video. Do not Google the horse video. Do not Google bot fly removal. Basically, those Mm. kind of things that are then taking people uh, to horrific videos. And I say, hooray! Perfect. I feel like that's part of the, uh, I don't know, what is it, the the hazing of when you get onto the internet, if you will, or the uh, the sort of orientation. It's a lesson. The risky click, where you come across a goatsy, or a tub girl, or a two girls, one cup. Oh, no, oh, no. That one was obvious. I wasn't going that, I mean, yeah, it is the the parent pickup, I wasn't going that hard (laughs) in it. But, uh, yeah, I do think it's funny. I do think it's going to be great, too, because don't you think kids will get their parents? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more of fun course. reaction videos of that. Uh, you know, of Grandma seeing uh, what a blue waffle is. Oh, yeah, oh, that no. one's an old Leave Grandma alone. Well, uh, I really loved this stuff when I was younger. I thought it was hilarious. Hopefully, you're kind of chill parent. You can let your kids get away with it. I don't think so much bad can happen. As from long it. as you're not doing it too much in school, because well, that's that's what's funny is when you get someone else busted. Yeah. Like our thing here at work was we would. Uh, trick people with videos that started out somewhat normal but really low and so you'd turn up the audio and then like 10 seconds 15 seconds in it turned into sounds of people in coitus um don't google coitus this reminds me of those games that we used to play you know like the scary maze game where it was just like a normal maze jump scare at the end yeah Yeah. and then something would happen and some scary bloody mary looking lady would pop up and scream in your face That was good. Another thing in the anime community that we do oh. is when people say, uh, oh, like what? New- well, they don't do this mu- as much anymore as a 2000s thing. It was like, oh, what anime should I watch? Like, I want to start getting into anime. You would tell people Boku no Piku. And it was a very graphic, pornographic anime. So I don't know why people would do that, but they would. And, and then everybody would oh, go, oh, really anime is so weird. Oh, but man. everybody on the internet would comment, oh, my gosh, you should totally check out Boku no Pico. That is perfect for a beginner that's never wow. really watched DJ, anime. you played games like uh, Command & Conquer stuff, like online, right, against people. Sure. Little, little army games. Well, sometimes you could ask for help. And people would say, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the way to do this certain thing is type Alt F4. Which just closes everything out on your computer. Oh, no. yeah. So you'll see him log out all of a sudden. <laughs> You're like, hey, when I, got I saw him. this headline, I was just thinking of nostalgia and playing, playing very simple pranks. But I'm realizing now, hearing all of us, mm-hmm. that maybe today's parent pickup is really more of a warning than a nostalgia. Yeah, be oh, careful. Like, yeah. Hey, you might need to have those conversations with your kids <laughs> that they're getting ready to stumble upon things that they shouldn't stumble upon. But it's a, it's a classic fun. I, it's a it's learning a, it's experience. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. It's how you it find is. a lot of things. One but. of my favorite moments back when I worked in promotions, Matt, I, I sort of pranked you. You handled it like a pro. I did it analog style. We had an award ceremony for a film festival in Matt's envelopes, uh, along with the names of the winners, I had printed all very nude, very old men doing very gross things. Oh, and so great. when he had to pull out the winner's name, every time he saw that and Matt had to have a straight face and, and read it, um, it's good times. Anyone else would have fallen, but you know what, Matt? You did well. We're proud of you. You're used Thanks, to man. seeing these gross, horrible things. He may not be the first wannabe comedian in Austin, but he is.
is the finest. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Tired of feeling bloated and fat during the holidays, specifically when there's so much good stuff to eat, but you just can't anymore? Well, we've got the list of the most bloaty, fatty, constipaty food that you should avoid next week. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Now, this segment of CJ's fat might somehow, someway help some young CJs out there that have had to travel and go to, I don't know, girlfriends or something like that for Thanksgiving. Um, I have trouble when I travel, specifically when I'm staying at someone's house to go to the bathroom. Oh, uh, the tummy issues, the anxious tummy issues. Anxious tummy, or just, especially if you're flying or long road trips, I feel like your body shuts down. Uh, and we got a l- list of, uh, according to people at onepoll.com, uh, the top holiday foods that leave us backed up. So stuff you should probably avoid that clogs the system. Um, pecan pie is right up there, very high. And Wait, but that doesn't make sense. It's called pecan it's pie. It's pecan. Well, uh, it stuffs you up. But as a matter of fact, any kind of nuts uh, seem to do that a lot. So avoid the pies. No, um, boo. Hate this list already. Next on the list, number three is potatoes. What? Boo. But it makes sense, though, because it's just a Starch. big starchy thing. Chocolate. Boo. Pumpkin pie. Boo. Fudge. Sugar candies. I'm going to let that one. I don't care about fudge. Stuffing. Oh. All that uh, is to be avoided if you want to be able to have an enjoyable Thanksgiving meal anymore. Well, let me tell you what the top thing is, uh, turkey. Turkey backs you up. And I don't I think this is just people eating too much so they feel full. Mm-hmm. But overall, I did some uh, research on actual scientific sort of things and a lot of breads, a lot of starches, a lot of those things that take a lot for our body to process. To process and to break down is going to leave you stuffed up and it's going to leave you constipated, especially um gravies and creams and milk-based products. Uh, but the meats, meats can actually be bad, too, because the meats uh, increase your body temperature. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy for you to break them down. And if you're eating a lot without breaks, uh, it can also make it hard and it can backed up in your stomach and, of course, uh, backed up in your intestines. Well, so then okay. you're so feeling I, super full. I can't dip my turkey in my gravy with my potatoes. Then what then, am I supposed to eat? And then clean your plate with a biscuit. Yeah, then clean my plate I'm with a biscuit. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, reading through this, you're kind of screwed. Uh, drinks to avoid any kind of milks, chocolate milks, uh, eggnogs, hot chocolate, uh, any stuff like that. Um, peppermint martinis it has, but basically real creamy, milkshakey, chocolatey sort of uh, things like that will will help the clog you up. Decadent drinks. Yeah. Um, so, in if you if you want to have an enjoyable meal this Thanksgiving or Christmas around the holiday times, uh, I would say this is just my advice. Um, instead of cranberry uh, sauce yeah. as your side, substitute prunes for the cranberry. Ew! <laughs> and just serve everyone. Serve everyone prune um, prune nog would be a good one. Ew. So instead of eggnog, you have prune nog. Then we have uh, uh, prunberry sauce. Oh my gosh! Who love the, are prunes even good? I feel. I mean- they're not. They're fine, but they're not something that I want to be eating on Thanksgiving. Doesn't sound like I'm gonna to come to your Thanksgiving at all. 
oh, actually, I... You, you don't want to be in that house. You only have two bathrooms at your house, and one's a tiny bathroom. You can't have a prune This centered. is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> you yeah. have Pepto-Bismol oh, on the side. Even worse, the family we're going to visit, they're on a septic tank. So, oh. Uh, the thing is, is probably if you try to eat moderately, but yeah, avoid the starches, avoid the bready stuff, um, and... And hopefully you can go give them hell out there this Thanksgiving. Woohoo! What is that you're hearing on the radio? It's the CJ Morgan Show and the hit new game called Sound Off. One, One two. two. All right, y'all remember, that's how it works. I'm going to play a sound, and you're going to have to guess what it is. Uh, you can play along, 835-1015. You get points if you get it close or if you're humorous or whatever. Do we we decide the points down? might be. Um, I've got it. Oh, I've got, I've got, I've got okay. it right here. You either get one point or two points for identifying the sound correctly or having a really good fun guest. Are we ready to start with the first sound? Oh, I'm ready. All right, let's sound off. One two. One two. Here is your first sound. Matt, we are going to start with you. What uh, is this delicious sounding sound? That is somebody removing one bottle from a shelf system in Costco, which creates a domino effect, and then everything begins to clear <laughs> off clunk, of the clunk, shelf clunk, system. Clunk, clunk, yeah. falling down. Emily, what do you think it is? Uh, this is the sound of you spray painting inside your apartment, and then your brain gets really fuzzy, and you start to hear things. Not that I have any... Um, you literally just did that. I, I, so. I don't have... No, that wasn't me. What'd good, you say? Good point for you, Emily. I'm okay, going to cool. award you a point for that. Spinny, what do you think it is? So it sounds like you're pushing an electric mower over snow. <laughs> I don't that's know why. Cool. No, that's a point that for that. That's, that's not a bad one. It is... Uh, Someone dropping a red-hot copper ball into a pound of American cheese. So close. Yeah, very. So close. Hear that American cheese boiling and melting. Oh, I bet that'd make a delicious grilled cheese. You would love to go in there after the ball melted through just to tongue the hole, wouldn't yes. you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, said, sorry I said that. But. Ew. Sounds absolutely delicious. But you're not um, wrong. Let's do our next one. And Spinny, uh, perhaps we'll we'll start with you. Sure. Uh, here is your next sound. Played it three times in a row. What, what do you think that sound is, Spencer? <laughs> a drum fill during a thirty mar, uh, thirty seconds to Mars uh, concert. I don't know. <laughs> point for that. Point for that. Uh, going on the thirty seconds to Mars train. This is the sound of when Jared Leto jumped off of the top of the stage at ACL Fest. And he splatted? <laughs> yeah, but it didn't work out too well. That's him like yeah. hitting the ladder on the way down. Da, 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 da. Yeah, he was hitting everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a good job. Point for that, Emily. Matt, what do you end. think it is? Uh, that is you firing an automatic rifle in the very new installment of uh, Call of Duty. Oh, I wish. Uh, no, it, it is actually Bill Burr's wife. Flipping off President Trump. Uh, the, the sound is at a UFC fight. Uh, you hear a Kid Rock song in the background. They're showing the camera. Trump saying thank you into the camera. Kid Rock walks by. Bill Burr's sitting there just kind of looking around, and then uh, Bill Burr's wife just pulls out the middle fingers, drops it uh, uh, right on camera. It's pretty hilarious. Next up, Emily, we're going to start with you. Can you tell me what this sound is? 
Mama is the guy on the trees. Oh, what no. is that, Emily? <laughs> That's the sound of Taylor Swift dropping her boyfriend's name, basically, in the middle of her song in uh, Argentina, I believe, and everybody's reaction. Okay. Mel, what do you think that is? <laughs> I think that that might be Taylor Swift dropping the name of her boyfriend, uh, and then he comes out and gives her a kiss in Argentina. That's at the end, Matt. That's after the show. Oh, this so you actually saw this show. clip already? Oh, all I've right. seen then all what, of these. Then what she said. Okay. okay. Uh, Spinny, what do you think it is? Uh, sounds like all virgins hanging out together. <laughs> <laughs> Two points for Spinny. That is the complete opposite. Uh, Emily. Us Taylor Swift fans get around. Emily, we you get, get around. You know our goddess Taylor Swift. She well, has meant, so many he friends. What it sounds he like. meant all the guys that are there with those girls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily, point for you. Matt, a point for you. Uh, Spinny. Matt cheated. He looked over on my paper. Yeah, but uh, he gets a point for craftiness. We'll be back and playing more of Sound Off. One, two. Oh, sorry, I forgot. One, two. Uh, another point for Emily for sounding off there. You're no welcome. One else did. All right, round two of this week's Sound Off. One, one two. two. Spinny and M tied in the lead with four points. Matt with one point. Let's continue and starting back with Matt. You all are going to try to guess this sound. You can play along 512-835-115 by texting us. Uh, guess the sound. You either get it correct and get some points, or you make me laugh. You make us laugh. You get some points. Either one point or two points for identifying the sound. Now, Matt, here is your sound. <laughs> No problem. I got that one easy. Yeah. Uh, that's you trying to get all the nuts out of the whipped cream dispenser uh, while you mm. stand naked in front of the refrigerator. Well done. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm going to award two points Damn. for Matt for that because as I was hearing this without watching the video, I was like, man, this does sound like sucking the whipped cream nitrous <laughs> out. Two points for Matt for his guess. Spinny, what do you think it is? Damn, I had a similar answer. Hold on. Say that that's you trying to get a get a gas for air after hitting the vape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, point, point for that. And that is you know. y- y'all have heard me do it too much. Yeah. yeah. Makes me want to vape now. Emily, what do you think it is? Uh I'm gonna say that this is <laughs> this is the sound of when you and your fiance are in a fight and you go through the McDonald's drive through and you're sitting in silence and you're trying to slurp every bit of Coke out of <laughs> the bottom of the, the Coke bottle with a straw and she's about to tell you to shut Just up. So we don't have to talk. And, yeah, and that she doesn't wanna she doesn't want to get married anymore because you do little things like God, that. Okay. Jeez, Emily. <laughs> No points for you. Like, is that too real? That, to God, is that too real? Uh, that was the sound of you know cute little kiwis. They make yeah. a, the little baby kiwis make a demonic scream. That's, That's the, the sound that the little birds make. Those little basketball the sized flightless birds. Flightless birds. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're flightless, so they get sad. So that's what happens. Uh, here is our next sound, starting with Emily. Here we go on Sound Off. One, One two. two. And so our journey in Wimberley comes to an end. After a great Fourth of July weekend, we wearily head home a little bit lighter, missing our Mr. President, but our hearts a little bit fuller. Oh what my is that God. sound, Emily? Is that you burying your dog? But you're trying to make become a famous YouTuber, so you're making a vlog about it? Okay, interesting. 
consider that. Matt? Uh, you retelling the story of you taking your dog to bury him, but you did it all as a an audition to become the new host of Texas Country Reporter. <laughs> okay. Then it had that vibe. Spinny. He's I was really going to say something very uh, <laughs> offensive, but now you know what? It sounds like Two points for Spencer. <laughs> Sorry, I did not see that coming. That is, I did not see that wow. coming. Really paused for I that. I did not wow. see that oh my coming. Goodness. Well, I couldn't God, think of anything dude. else. In <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't. I mean, hey, you got I two points out of it. You probably won't keep your job here for long. Uh, well, what that was is uh, I had. My fiance and I went to Wimberley and stayed a couple nights, and I recorded a bunch of little narration vignettes. And on the drive home, I just kept playing them to her. God, you're just <laughs> really a bad person. So it was me just narrating stuff. Oh, so the straw thing that I guessed a while back was not too far off not, from not what happens in the car off. with you and your fiance. Nope. Um, Spencer wins this. Y'all can't come back. There's there's no way um, Sorry, anyone can win. So I had to get ruthless. It's okay. You deserve it. Right. You, you, you were wrong. Word hey, for that. if it makes you feel any better, my fiance called me the same word when I kept playing back these vignettes I recorded to to play oh. via the car stereo on our ride back home. So not only do I win, but I was also right. The Marvels and Priscilla, Emily, I have seen some movies, and we've got some spoiler-free reviews coming up. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Last night I went and saw the uh, Marvels. Emily, you've seen the Priscilla movie, and I thought we would do uh, our little... Opinions, our reviews, uh, so we shall, of the two things we've seen. There are only two genders, Priscilla and Marvel. That is it. Just lady movies. Uh, it made you not a fan of Elvis, and uh, Marvel's is making a lot of people not a fan of the Marvel movies. But here's my hopefully spoiler-free review of just that. Yeah, starting with the hot take, it's not even close to as bad as people are saying. Yeah. It's not that bad. I don't think it's, it's a hot fine. take. I enjoyed seeing it. You're actually if you go watch it, you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's not gonna make you like this sucked and wasted my time. It's fine. And it's only a hundred and ten minutes. Thank you for a short, quick action movie. Oh much appreciated. Uh so that's my quick hot take. Uh likes and dislikes. I liked Brie Larson and her character. I as just always love Brie Larson. She's she's a gem. Uh, she's more vulnerable in it again. She's like the original one. Whereas I think in the Avengers she was this tough badass, mm-hmm. almost unapproachable in a way. But in this one she's more kind of unsure. She's a she, they humanize her a bit more, and I think that makes it a little more interesting. It's just they don't pick the best times to maybe do it, or they do it kind of clunkily. So that's your likes and dislikes? That's my like, is just oh. seeing uh, Brie Larson more vulnerable. Um, dislike, or some more likes. I'll go to that, and then I'll go to my dislikes. More like the casting. I liked the casting in it. I thought everyone was cast well so and were there acted other well, and I enjoyed superheroes? it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. it's, it's three of them. It's the Marvels. Oh, see, I don't um, know. But, you know, it's based off of uh, Disney Plus television shows. But you don't have to see that or know what's going on to enjoy it. There's 
superheroes and there's a villain. The rest of it doesn't uh, doesn't really matter that much. Uh, and it's got Samuel L. Jackson, so he's great. Uh, dislike. There's a dumbass Disney dancing and singing scene. It is dumb. It doesn't fit. I hate it. Why are they Abs- singing? Absolutely Stop singing. Hate it. We don't need singing. It feels forced and it's dumb. Some people might like it. I did not. Uh, another dislike is one of the characters. She overmothers too much and it got to the point of being annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, my crush in the movie is going to be, I think it's Zalway Ashton. She plays the uh, female Cree bad guy. She's pretty badass. She's also engaged to Loki, not in the movie. She's engaged to Tom Hiddleston ah. in real life. She was pretty rad in that. That's going to be my crush in this. Uh, rewatchability, I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to say I, I would probably rewatch this two times. Two times, that's it? Not in theater, but yeah, How yeah. far apart? Like, would you watch it twice? Would you watch it a second time this year, or would you have to wait an entire year and then finally pick it back up again probably rewatch it around the time when it comes out and then like a year or so later okay like when there are more like Marvel when it's things out. and when it's on tv or on streaming yeah yeah, yeah. not going back in theater and rewatching but sure. i give i give it a rewatchability of two more times uh my final thoughts it's worth seeing um there is a dope mid-credit scene no need to stay for the end credits the mid-credits i hate it the mid-credit i do too i hate it mid-credits sets up something pretty rad uh but the marvels it's worth seeing maybe you don't have to go to the theater and see it you can watch it at home when it comes out on uh streaming on disney plus or whatever it was good. It was fine. If you th- if you think of it more like binging some episodes of some Marvel stuff, sure. it feels a lot better than thinking that this is supposed to compare to Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy or Marvel. So do you think it's a good, worthy addition to the series? It's or is okay. Something it's be fine. Scrapped? I feel like, like you don't need it. It's better as a TV show is mm-hmm. how I feel, but it's I fine. See. It's a lot better than people are saying. Um, I, I would, I'd go see the Marvels. Why not? Emily, yeah. you watch... Priscilla. Priscilla. What's your hot take? Yes. My first hot take is Jacob Alordi, who played Elvis in this, did a better job than Austin Butler what? in the Elvis movie. Austin Butler's dreamy and I, moody. Well, Austin Butler, it's so funny. He trained for, he was like, I was a character for a whole year being Elvis. Yeah, I never still broke doing character. That voice Jacob Alordi, in all of his interviews, he's like, yeah, I knew of Elvis because of the Lilo and Stitch movie, and I love it. <laughs> okay. He did a much better voice uh, than Austin Butler. My likes were the casting. Kaylee Spaney, who played Priscilla, was incredible. Jacob Elordi, again, was great as Elvis. And then Sofia Coppola, who I didn't realize, she also did like the Virgin Suicide movies. She's done a lot. Yeah. Bling Ring. This was a very beautiful Um, and it told a great story. My likes are, like I said, I liked the story. I knew nothing about Elvis besides my parents have always hated Elvis. Interesting. So I liked it because it was an Elvis hating movie. But I also kind of sort of disliked it, too, because at the not to spoil it, but it really doesn't show her life after Elvis at all. So it kind of felt more like a Elvis hating movie than a movie about Priscilla. If that makes sense. Okay. Because I wanted to, because she did so much stuff after Elvis, too. And I kind of wanted to see her reaction on his death and everything else. So it, it kind of stopped there. Uh, my crush, I mean, I don't want to say Elvis, but. The actor portraying Elvis. The actor portraying Elvis. More than Austin Butler. He's like six foot four. I, okay, you know my crush? Priscilla and Elvis, because she's like five foot and he's like six foot four. And they just look, they're a cute couple. They just, their height difference was insane and it was really sexy 
to see the height difference. Okay. I don't know Interesting. why. That was that really got me going, both of them. Um, and would I rewatch it? I would say rewatchability, I'm going to give it just like a three or a four. Mainly, That's a lot of rewatches. It, it is. Oh, yeah. Three or four rewatches. So you're saying maybe you miss stuff? There's more things you'd want to see in it? I think after going back, because after I watch the movie or any type of movie like this, I'll go back and I'll watch people talk about you know, the life of like actual Priscilla on YouTube. So comparing those things to the movie would be nice to go and rewatch it. And it's also just like a really good woman movie. Like it's a good girly movie. The costumes are beautiful. The makeup is incredible. The acting is great. There's some romance, even though it's kind of disgusting because she's like 13. She's very young. Um, It's still great. And I would rewatch it again or show it to any other ladies or even just people that are interested in learning more about Priscilla and hearing her story. So that is my take. Mike, drop. And and it made you hate Elvis even more. Even more. Well done. All right. Marvels and the Priscilla movie. Uh, We both say, yeah, go see him. Why not? Austin's number one laser tag champion, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Where does Austin rank in the worst trafficked cities in the United States? Surprisingly, not where you think. Emily, put us, give us a number. Where should Austin rank when it comes to worst traffic in all of the United States, according yeah. to a new survey done? I'm going to say, I'm going to put a, this is going to sound low, but 10. I'm just from Houston, and Houston traffic, everybody complains in Austin about Austin traffic, but Houston traffic is 10 times worse. Here's the deal. It is, but Houston traffic makes sense. There's a flow and a guide and an understanding to it. Houston, actually number 11. Austin is number 19. Uh, Oh, that's even lower than I thought, though. Barely making the list. Yeah, same. Uh, On average, 24.5 minutes is uh, the commute time we're doing. Um, we do not have a lot of carpoolers and a lot of uh, public transportation as far as getting to work. No, not uh, enough are, at all. We're uh, we're right in uh, the lower end of the top 20 worst. Chicago 1, Boston 2, New York 3, Philadelphia 4, um, L.A., which I would have thought would be number 1. I thought that would be, is it New York? Number 7. No, no, I just thought uh, Chicago's number 1. Yeah. Oh, Chicago's number one. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, the and, Windy uh, City. When it comes to weather, it's going to get a lot windy and Essie ah. rhymes with city. Um, ah. I keep doing these stupid weather-related kind of things to get a figure of what it's going to be like now. Um, when they're like, oh, this El Nino is going to be bad at one part, but the rest of it's going to be okay. It's going to be drier than normal because of whatever. Now it's saying we're going to have a wet, wild, windy um El Nino season. It could be one of the worst ever. There's a magic special El Nino. Oh, no. I guess. Oh, no. And here's the deal. We know we've had a couple of years in Texas of it being very stressful, losing power, losing heat. Plumbing's also an issue that just happens when it gets cold. So start slowly preparing now so you don't have to rush the grocery store and steal all the bottled water and toilet paper. Doesn't hurt to have some of those supplies or little short-term generators to get a radio to charge your phones to have some lighting, all that stuff, super affordable. You can find it, but who knows what winter's going to be? Who Might knows, just be fine. Honestly, I would say go and start getting all of the long sleeve things that you need now because I know it's not that hot. 
But trust me, I've been to It'd some stores yeah. and people are already stocking up on boots jackets. Too. And Weather boots, boots rain yes. galoshes, those always go out. We're such panic idiots in Austin. It's one of the <laughs> we we, are. number 19 in traffic, number one in panic freakouts, like with the gas with Hurricane Harvey. We created a shortage by yep. lining up the toilet paper stuff during the pandemic. The Now, to be fair, the government is not very nice to us. So Fair enough. We, we might be a little scared for a reason, but still, don't do that. In, Let's uh, share. In other uh, uh, cold weather news, if you want to be the first guy to post the picture of Han Solo riding the Tauntaun that says, going to H-E-B, need anything? You might want to get that out this week. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, and the fun. winter is coming meme. Yes, that one too. Um, mm-hmm. Last but not least, uh, doggies, the one thing Austin loves the most. Yesterday, we talked about a new dog bar opening up near Lakeline. Now we have, according to Rover, the top dog names in Austin. Are bark, any bark. of them Mr. President? None of them are Mr. President, yeah, he's unfortunately. Gone now. Uh, Emily, what are some of the best names we've seen at, for Austin dogs? So the top male dog name is Charlie. And I see a lot of Charlies. The top female dog name is Luna. Luna. No, really? Wait, did you look at the list? I, I did not. I promise you I did not. It's definitely Luna. I only looked to see like who was doing the list, but I did not scroll There's through it. There's so many Lunas, and here is my... I was going to say Luna or Bella were my top two. Oh, well, uh, number two, Max is one of the top male names. Okay, I would say Oscar. And then Bella is, is number, Bella's number two, two I promise you I did not look, but That's insane. Yeah. Can you guess the next one for female names? Daisy. Why do you why do you know all the female dog names? Wait a second. Because I wanted to. Is that really it? Number four is Daisy. Okay. Number uh, three is. I wanted to name a daughter Daisy or Olivia, but I got told no. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Anyhow, my, uh, my great grandma's name is Daisy. Can you guess number three? Number okay, Bella, Luna, Daisy is Daisy. number four. What's another? I'm trying to like you, think like Bailey, you Riley, know of this Kaylee. Name. You know of this name? Emily. No. Close. It's okay. related to me. Um, well, not physically, but Frodo. No, <laughs> Lucy. Oh, okay. That's, Number three uh, is Lucy for the top name. female dog names in Austin, Texas. My two female dogs, Pickle and Pepperoni. So I'm yeah breaking the mold. I thought a you were gonna make a joke about your fiance. Oh, uh, that's she. She's gonna put me in the doghouse. <laughs> am I right? Ha ha. Hi the ladies are out TikToking us, and maybe it's a good thing for date etiquette. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. A woman on TikTok has a great new tactic. If you're on a date, the person asks you to split the bill. Emily, if someone approaches you as a, you're what, like 20, 30, 40, 50 years younger than me? Um, <laughs> uh, in your day and age, if someone, if a gentleman approaches you and says, hi, Emily, I think you're cute. Will you go on a date with me to dinner? Um, are you expecting him to pay? Are you expecting to 50-50? What's the situation like these days? Um, I think the rule is whoever invites the other person out on a date is the one that's paying. Yes, yes. Yes, okay. yes. You nailed it on the head. I think that is very important to get to first and foremost is yeah. the invitee if you're inviting people over for dinner at your house, you don't expect them to cook and bring stuff. Uh, the invitee, which is usually in our whatever society culture, a lot of times the man in, yeah. in my day and yeah. age. We expect it, honestly. When I was uh, single, 
uh, had no problem with it. I didn't think it was a big deal. The the only thing that I would tailor myself to the modern times with more was um, not having my buddy's videotape. No, uh, Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I would usually like try to find like, hey, do you want me to pick you up or do you want to meet? You know, just to add that kind of safer. Yeah, Should we definitely. Uber together, that kind of thing. But uh, ladies are using TikTok now to deal with dudes who feel entitled and angry and upset that a woman dare want to go get a free meal? How She just wants a free meal. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that's such a stupid argument, too. Oh, she just wants a free meal. Because these days, like you said, it's not safe to go out on a date as a woman. Kind of hasn't so been kind a of lot of times. putting ourselves at risk by Very going vulnerable. on this date with you. And if you treat us like crap, then, yeah, we're going to take it as well. At least I'm getting a, a free meal out of it because this person is terrible anyway and a lot of times dudes are just trying to get laid by spending money and mm-hmm. then they get very angry when that doesn't happen or they don't feel like it. i don't Anyhow, know you anything uh no you don't and the ladies you're using tiktok to teach each other how to deal with this crap and i think this is pretty hilarious and almost embarrassingly shameful um emily set up this tiktoker for us will you yeah there's some girl that's going viral right now because she came up with a hack on how to embarrass the cheap men who don't want to pay for a date or who want to go 50-50, you know, without talking about it beforehand. And it's actually genius. Normally, I hate these types of tips. But it's cute, and it works. Because it's cute, it works, and... It's not that bad. It's not aggressive or mean. No, there's less likely that you can use this tactic and not get killed. When a man wants to go 50-50 with you on a date, do this. Oh my god. I'm so embarrassed right now. Um wait, you wanted to just be friends? I'm so confused. This whole entire time I thought this was a date. Oh my god. Okay, I'm so sorry. Here's my card. Damn, guys bitch about that a lot. Paying for meals and then getting friend zoned. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty clever tactic to be like, oh, we're on we're hanging out as friends. Okay, that's no problem. Oh yeah, because then what that's it, the standard you're setting. If we're going 50-50, like if you invite me out on a date and you don't have them like expect to pay, then that's the standard God, you're setting. And you've got to feel bad for the poor bloke. Actually, you don't because he already initiated this. But afterwards, he's be like, oh wait, um, um, hold on, no, I'll I'll uh I'll pay, I'll pay. And yeah. then by that point, she's already done with you. You've she's already kind of screwed it up. Yeah, and and also by the time. Even if it's a honest, oh, I'm a good guy, I'm just trying to split it, you know, 50-50. If you invite someone, to be prepared yeah, to be, take him out. And be prepared. If someone uh, just uses you for a meal, then, hey, that's that's one of the losses of dating, and it's you're just out a couple of bucks. That's it's not just that bad. That's how it is. My tactic was always to have pre-dates. Okay. Like meet up, meet up somehow, somewhere, friend thing, something that we got to know each other and talk before we went on the date itself. Like we have FaceTime and even voice messages. There's a lot of weeding out you can do before spending so money. So much Absolutely. weeding out in the early phases. That makes it great. Yeah. And if I like this tactic of telling somebody, ha- hey. Kind of having a pre-date. Yeah. It can be short. It can be quick. Uh, oh, usually yeah. if it's at group friends or concerts or something. Yeah. Um, also, uh, nine times out of ten, uh I hooked up on the pre-day and then didn't need to go spend money on a dinner. (laughs) That's not what we want. Got that chemistry flowing. That's that's not what we want. I know. I'm just 
saying, like, you know, but point yeah. if you get to know someone well, yeah. then go have a dinner date. I hope your fiance pulls this tactic on you. She so, did. Oh, so you just yeah. want to be friends? You don't want to, you don't want to, you know, date me because I'm paying for half of this bill? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, I, you would crumble. I You're fa- so lucky that TikTok didn't exist when you were dating. Oof, maybe. I, I think I would be all right. I, listen, I was a good dater and I didn't mind. Like, I wasn't angling for that to have for the night to end that way. It's just if it did, that was great. Uh-huh. I was more, I think my thing where I would get in trouble is probably like dating multiple people at the same time, uh. like soft dating. Like, you're not like, it one like once you're one on one, so that's fine. But it, what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to date. Yeah, just yeah. go around, meet a lot of people. Okay, same time. Meet a lot of people at the same time and take them on the pre dates at pre-dates. different times. Always pre dates. Just, just say you could go out on three pre dates before an actual date in the same day, but you shouldn't at all. Did you know? Uh. Don't mess with Texas. Uh, the slogan started. I think a lot of us probably know this is an anti littering campaign back in 1985. Uh, Don't Mess Your Texas has more recently been kind of associated with uh, tough guy, cowboys, the West, the, the hey, we're Texas, don't mess with us. But it was originally kind of aimed at those uh, Bubba's and pickup trucks who thought they could just throw their beer cans out of their vehicles. Um, that was actually during their brainstorming and campaign. That was that, you know how we have our model listener that we think is our target demo. Uh, yes. The target demo of the anti-littering campaign was pointed at Bubba's and pickup trucks with beer cans. Yeah. Th- this That's, was before... So basically our target target audience. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. This was before drinking and driving became illegal, right? No, it already was, but it was still very prevalent in the 70s and 80s. Ah, it's I even see. 90s, I remember. A little in, bit of it. In defense... A lot of the people were throwing a, because a lot of them were like 16 or 17 years old and they hadn't learned not to not to litter yet. And now we do that and you know littering's bad because we just said, hey, did you know littering's bad? Yeah. Did you know? Did we know? Okay. Stay with me for a second. I'm going to say one really, really messed up, did you know, but then there will be a chaser at the end. Okay. Okay. Did you know that the human body, if eaten, would be 81,500 calories. And double that for Matt. Based on the recommended daily intake, one average human body would feed one person for about a month. Okay. Tell that to the Donner party. Okay, now we're going to do the chaser part because now that made you feel weird and like your stomach turned a little bit. Did you know that dogs can laugh when they're playful? Uh, Researchers have recorded playing with dogs and the dogs were laughing uh, and the stressed shelter dogs then showed significantly fewer signs of stress after laughing. Many of the dogs and puppies began to bounce around and respond with little laughters of their own. That is cute. That is adorable. Let me follow it up with this. Did you know? Huh. Uh, yeah. Did you know that in multiple cases where they've entered a home where someone has died in the home and they own a dog, the dog was lying next Found to, next to the, person. the corpse. Yeah. However, when they entered the home of someone who had died in the home unexpectedly, but they had cats, the cats had already begun to devour their bodies. How's that mm. for your chaser's chaser? Uh, hot take. My cat is allowed to eat my body. Well, what else am I going to do with it? Nobody's right. feeding her. Fair I know she, she's... She's on an automatic feeder. I want them to survive instead of being idiots and just yeah. sitting there with me. Like a loyal dog. Yeah, yeah I don't need dog. I don't need loyalty. Eat a body. <laughs> Eat a body. <laughs> Hashtag. Did you know? 
Scientists have found that Ozzy Osbourne's genes have unique mutations that make his body more resistant to the effects <laughs> of hard drugs and too much Hell alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> One scientist quipped at the time, genes connected to addiction, alcoholism, all of those had unique variations in Osborne, a few of which geneticists had never seen before. It comes from uh, Bats. Bat, yeah. bat blood. Yeah. And yeah. combined his body with bat blood, and that's why he was okay. Whoa. It's like one of those cops videos. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Our friend Matt Bearden, chief scientist of the C.J. Morgan Show, is here just for that reason. Yeah, um, do you guys remember uh, the show Cops? I'm sure you have because it's on all the time if you still have any kind of network television. Or I guess if you most have of us any are... type of parents like me. Okay, yeah, well, most of us are streaming now, so we don't see it anymore. If you've ever stayed in a hotel in another city, that's all it's on is cops and the, uh, yes. the new first 48 yeah. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's my dad's One of the things thing. that was there almost every episode or maybe every other week is there would always be somebody who had called the police because they had gotten in a fight with a brother or uh, a lover or a parent or something. And then the cops showed up. And when the cops showed up, they said, well, wait, no, don't, don't arrest him. Don't arrest him. I love him. You know what I mean? There was yeah, always like man. that, wait, you call the police on somebody, but you don't want the police. She's a bitch! If you go back into, I guess you just have a hard time getting away from your abuser. And that brings me to today's weird or wired story. Do you guys remember NFTs? Oh, it seems yes. so long ago that anyone said NFT. It's supposed to change the world. It was going to democratize um, <laughs> art, it was going to make everyone wealthy. Remember NFTs? It's a great pyramid scheme. It kind of was. A lot of that blockchain stuff is. The value of NFTs have just absolutely plummeted. People were paying a lot of money. If one you might remember something called the Board 8. Ape Yacht yes, Club? Yes, yes, yes. Those no. generic, boring-looking, almost like it was an art designed by, like, the man Gorillas, but just a boring-ass-looking ape. Yeah. And oh, he's the looks ape. Boring, just ape. Yeah. The ape. With okay, a bunch yes. of different, like, t- there's t- tons of different types. Yeah, don't see just those have... profile pictures as much, do well, we? Right. They just well, got different shades on or something. You remember the like, Bored Ape it's... Yacht Club? <laughs> when you bought an NFT, you also got, you know, not just the NFT, but you also were supposed to get, you know, specialized entry into concerts and shows, and there would be these special events. Basically, you, the board ape, yeah, board, I can't even say it. Basically, that icon was supposed to have value besides just its NFT ishness. Well, they had something called Ape Fest. It was held a little over a week ago <laughs> in Hong Kong. Well, we're oh, still no. doing this. It I was guess. three days of meetups and mayhem. And one big night full of surprises. They Smells advertise, like Firefest. Yeah, they advertise one big night full of surprises. Um, there was a big giant stage show. During the stage show, they set off a bunch of uh, UV stage lights. Unfortunately, they were focused the wrong direction. So basically on the crowd's eyes. <laughs> and pretty much everyone was there woke up with something called photokeratitis. It's a condition... Uh, which is basically the same as having a sunburned eye. So <laughs> it heals, but you are blind in the middle of your eye for a while. While that section is dark. <laughs> yeah. So pretty oh. much uh, everyone eventually said, hey, their, their symptoms improved. Pretty much everyone. That's a weird thing to release. Uh, but they said, we encourage anybody who feels uh, still, still feels effects to seek medical attention. Okay, thanks, Board Ave Yacht Club. I, <laughs> they say it was an accident. 
I hope it was an accident. Right. I hope you don't invite everyone to your party and they go, everybody, look at the stage. Look at the sun. Wow. I don't just know. blast wow. on these investors' wow. eyes. Whoever started this just wants to see how far they can take it to see how dumb their fans are. It's funny because that's what the, the article literally the says. The, liter- the thing says, um, I assume it was accidental. Of course, Yuga Labs, that's the company behind all this, would F up anything they touch. But people's eyes were burns. But they're I still the, love them. I still well, love them, please. The, the next sentence says, they're the eyes of the dumbest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, it is odd that you went to an event put on by somebody who charged you hundred grand for a avatar that then lost all of its value. And that you still would be like, I, I know, but I still want to go to the party. I still but earned it. <laughs> then you go to this party, and at the party, they accidentally turn on a bunch of UV lights. They sunburn your eyes. Like you're like a room full of plants <laughs> that's, or that's something. Not to, that's not supposed to be possible. They torch everybody's faces. <laughs> Any word on if Paul Oakenfold is okay, though? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's... I guess everything was... Fo- Show, was away from him, so maybe they're okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I hope everybody's well. I wouldn't laugh at somebody going blind. Maybe. Oh, I probably would. But uh, I just think that this one it definitely goes under the weird column. Why you need four different email addresses, I'm going to tell you why you don't. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer, load up celery, man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner, and you're going to see one of these. Why you need all these emails to be a real pro. And we're going to one of those kind of websites that pride themselves on life hacking called Lifehacker and why you should have four different email addresses. What? Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to discuss at this time why that might not be a good idea or going away. But four email addresses, way too much. Four email addresses. Way too much. Is definitely way too much. Honestly, I have two. My two work, work and, personal. and personal. And that one's already hard enough to keep track of. Absolutely. Um, and you can filter within these emails. And essentially, I think these these uh, this story, this clickbait, didn't realize that your Gmail does a lot of this for you. And so can your Outlook if you set it up. Uh, let's start why you need four different emails. Of course, number one, your personal email. It says... This should be your most protected. Only friends and other people should have it. Um, don't ever put it in the web forms. Don't ever do that crap, but mm, whatever. They're going to oh, get whatever. it anyway. Uh, the next one, which, yeah, we would do this pretty heavily during South by Southwest. Email for apps, for trials, for shopping. This is what you use when you buy something, when you sign in, when you want to do that. The problem is, is you're going to forget this one. Yeah. And often you'll create a target account or something to where you need to open that up and you can't because you don't even remember the damn email. But Gmail also filters this. It has two folders. Like, I don't know about you, but mine has two of the very generic folders for Gmail. Sure. And this isn't an ad for them, but Google could pay me money. No, they um, couldn't. But it has, it filters out the stuff for you. It has like the coupony, salesy section and then like a social media section you can set those parameters up yourself so you don't need this the third one is an email for newsletters who, who uses does, newsletters I, except for our loyal 101x yes, yes sign subscribe, up subscribe to the 101x newsletter yeah, 101x.com 101x.com will send you important things that will not go to spam i promise I actually did see that a lot of people still use newsletters quite a bit but 
I don't need a separate email just for newsletters. And if I'm subscribing to a newsletter, like there are a few that I do use, like uh, a couple of news stations, um, a couple of like websites I like, and maybe Target or Lego. You know, like I'm subscribed to those newsletters because I want to see them. And if I have a third, I'm not going to just open an email to just, okay, now to read all my newsletters. Yeah, that sounds bad. You can also, these days, if you go on any company's social media, like a company you like and you follow them, it's going to be the same as getting a newsletter because they'll just actively post everything that's yeah. going to come out and you'll see it. I have been going in and unsubscribing to stuff like insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's be- something you have to do. You have to put on your big girl panties and you have to go in and, and, and unsubscribe. I do. I'm wearing my panties now. Good. It's a pain in the ass, but it helps. A pain Especially in the panty. If, if you use your uh, my ass on my panties, it's just raw. It's worn out. They're too old. I've worn them too long. Uh, it, ta- it takes a while to do, especially if you have a phone that doesn't sort your emails as well as on a desktop computer or whatever. Uh, the last one is an email for your side hustle or other personal business. This I kind of get. If you are if you have an Etsy shop or you're selling Emily feet pics and she doesn't know about it, yeah. you want to have a separate email so you can see your orders, you can s- talk with customers. Like That's probably pretty immediate, Yeah. but I kind of associate that for us like as your work email. So sure. I say you need two emails. Wait, when you sell my feet pics and people email, do you pretend to be me or are you acting as my manager? It's my feet. Yeah. Oh, your feet, but, but under my name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you have smaller feet than me anyway, so that works. <laughs> it, it does. So. Less bunions, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more hair. Barely. You just shave just, that, and you wouldn't know. Good idea. The CJ Morgan Show. Learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. 101X.